Hey Dina, let's do this. Ready? Take it away. I don't sing as well as Jelly does. Alright. I think I get her to sing the new song. Yeah, we'll have an entire chorus. Okay. Data Fruit Choir. Okay. Why is the code peristaltic? Well, it's because of this. It's a peristaltic pump. We've actually had a peristaltic pump in the store, but this one is pretty sweet. Why? Because it's a five or six volt peristaltic pump, and the one we had in the store is 12. And what that means is that you can use this one with a cricket. So here you can see an example of it moving liquid from one glass to the other. It's a little bit sped up, um, but it is actually a pretty fast uh, pump. And I have you know, the same demo here, and I could show it off on the overhead. So let me turn this on. And then you can see liquid coming out of here and going into there. And then it can also, of course, remove liquid by um, making the um, pump, putting the motor on a motor port. And then on your H bridge, you go forwards or backwards. Um, you can move fluid in or out, depending on you know which direction you, you set it to be. So it's good for all sorts of liquid movements. Um, it's pretty fast, uh, and what's really nice is you don't need to prime it. Um, so, you know, it can sit, sit separately outside of um, the liquids that you're using. Okay. All right, next up, a lens. A lens. We had the glass lens in the store, and this is a plastic version. Uh, you can see uh, we have a little demo of it um, here with the um, Raspberry Pi um, eyeball code. Um, so it kind of makes the eyeballs pop really nicely. Um, well, we have the glass one, and the glass one is um, heavier. It's, it's going to be a little bit higher quality, but if you don't need, you know, an expensiver um, glass lens, maybe you want something lighter, maybe you just want something plastic and less expensive, uh, we now have the plastic lens as well. Okay. okay, next up, we've got these little doohickeys. These doohickeys are... Um, demo going. These are uh, infrared transmitter receiver pairs. Um, they're often used in line following robots, um, but they're just great because they're really breadboard friendly and they're small. Um, and you can basically set up so the IR um, light comes out of one end and then you can detect it from the other end. Honestly, this demo kind of shows you and I can, I can also show it on the uh, overhead if we want to see it. Um, let's go in here. But yeah, you have, uh, this is an infrared transmitter and receiver. You can barely see it's on, and when you cover it, um, it detects it. You can also use it for basic distance sensing, but what's really good for is detecting when something is, is um, uh, in the way or like um, uh, accounting ticks or movements and stuff. That's what this sensor is really good for. And yeah, this one's breadboard friendly, and they're so inexpensive, we just put them in a pack of five. Okay. Okay. Next up. Next up, we have um, the other version, the non-touch version of the Pimeroni um, Hyperpixel hat. So we had the version with capacitive touch, and if you don't need capacitive touch, we now have a version that is uh, non-capacitive, and it's just it's a little bit less expensive. It doesn't have that glass overlay, and, and like you know, you don't you can't touch it. It'll just uh, not do anything if you touch it. But it looks great. Um, here is an example of it. I can even. Uh, uh, unplug it and I can show it being booted up. It's a nice IPS screen, um, four inch diagonal. It's a little bit bigger um, than the Raspberry Pi. Let's give it a second. We'll boot up here. And what's nice is that it uses the, um, the DPI um, output. So it shows even the booting um, process. 
and I'll, it'll show 800 by 480 pixels, I think. Uh, it looks great. And then, you know, for this version, you would just attach a keyboard and mouse and you could have it be a little laptop or something. So really great screen. Only thing to watch out for is it does use all of the pins, pretty much. Nearly every pin is used by the DPI interface. It's a trade-off. It's like 60 frames per second. It's really fast update. It's like 24-bit, but you lose a lot of pins because it's using all those GPIO pins to just drive the display. That said, if you don't really care about all those GPIO pins, maybe you can use USB for your interface, or maybe you just don't need that many pins. Um, this is great. There is a little I2C port that you can connect to um, if you want to use I2C for some sensors. Okay. Next up. This quick 8, what's it, the 861DW. This is a very um, well-loved hot air station, and uh, we have a simple hot air station in the shop that's about 100 bucks. This one is, is much nicer. It's got digital control. Uh, it has um, three profiles, so you can the, the CH1 through 3, you can save profiles. So if you have like a lead-free profile or um, you want one that's you know good for a four-layer board, you can save those and then bring them back. Maybe you have one profile for like a heat shrink and one for you know getting big chips off and one for getting small chips off. Anyways, you can set it up completely digitally. It's a beast. It heats up really fast though. So if you're doing a lot of rework um, or repair work, um, this is... Uh, well known among the you know repair community for being an excellent quality hot air station uh you can pick one up the one we have is 120 volt us only and if you do want to use it in another country you would have to use a transformer it really is like 120 volts not one of those like oh you can use either i think the motor and pump really are tuned to that uh frequency and voltage all right let's go we got some stickers um so these are these really adorable Halloween stickers that our graphic designer um, worked on. And uh, it's all of the eight different characters in costumes to celebrate Halloween. We're, we're trying to do a lot of good Halloween stuff this year. So you have Blinka all dressed up and Minerva and Adabot. And we even got the crickets um, dressed up as, as, as other animals. <laughs> um, and Adabot is, is both Batman and I think and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. And, so you have each set of stickers and you can pick up, you know, each one that you like. And then as well, we also have these Halloween cards um, that come with them. So these stickers are vinyl. And so what that means is that when you stick them on these cards, you can peel them off. And maybe I'll even, I'll even show that because this is pretty cool. You can make um, a little Halloween cards or, or plates. So here you've got um, the Adafruit Nightlight. And so this is, this calls for uh, Ada. Adabat man. <laughs> no. You can have him hanging out here and then um, maybe fighting the evil um, cricket cowboy. I don't know. And then if you want, you can um, carefully but surely peel yeah. off the stickers. We, we have these so you can move them around, peel them off. You can also use this like a background as a set. Uh, lots of uses for these. Beautifully designed by our designer yeah. Bruce. Cards so and stickers. Go. Cards and stickers. So you get um, all these vinyl stickers. We have multiple sets. Pick up whichever ones that you uh, strike your fancy. And then the cards, um, we have like a Halloween. We have like a, like a, like a pumpkin patch, um, spider webs, evil or good castle, I don't know, nice little trees. Uh, and of course, uh, the graveyard. 
or the undead electronics live. Maybe this would be a good one for Sparky, where like all your undead chips are living. It's like, yeah. oh my goodness, there's that 555 I killed. Oh no, it's coming back. So, um, yeah, spooky Halloween stickers and, and cards for decorations. Make, make something cool this, okay. this Halloween. Celebrate electronics. Next up, the Star of the Show tonight besides you and our community, Lady Ada, are these two things. We've got two um, products from Fab this week. So the first one is the Vemel 6075. Uh, we've always been on a quest for a good UV sensor. Uh, you know, we every time we have a UV sensor, it's better than the last one, but they they get better and better. So this one is the first sensor that has both UVA and UVB as separate um, photodiodes, so it can detect both bands, um, UVA and UVB. One is like a, I think, um, 630, and one is like 660 um, nanometers. I don't remember exactly, but um, it does both bands, and then. It comes with some calibration um, math that you can use to calculate the UV index as, cl as close as possible. The true UV index is quite hard to calculate without like a spectroscopy machine, but you can do quite a good job with this sensor and it gives you the numbers to take the UVA and UVB data and, and it will get you something, you know, pretty close. Um, and it is, you, you know, true UV sensing unlike some sensors that don't actually have a UV uh, sensing element, this one does. So the Venmo 6075 is I2C. It's easy to use. We have CircuitPython, um, Python, and Arduino code for it. You can get that UVA and UVB data, but you, you probably just want to use it to pop out the UV index as a number and use that to um, do like weather sensing or, um, you know, wearable sensing or if it's time for somebody to put on sunscreen. We also have another sensor, the MPRLS pressure sensor. Now we've carried a bunch of pressure sensors like the BMP280 and, and MPR, MPL1131 or whatever. But this one is really interesting. This one is the first pressure sensor we have with a port. And it's digital. Um, a lot of ported pressure sensors aren't digital. Um, they're just like resistive or capacitive and you have to do a lot of weird sensing to get the data out. This one is I2C data out. It has a 24-bit ADC built into it. Um, there's a port. Inside the port is like a silicone um, gel. So it protects it. Um, it's great for, I think, like sip and puff sensors or any kind of breath sensors. You can, of course, use it as an ambient sensor, but you can, because of that port, you can easily connect it to a tank or container where you want to measure a vacuum because it goes down to zero PSI up to 25 PSI. So it, it's got quite a range. And I've got a little demo I can show um, to demonstrate this. So this time I've got uh, the MPRLS hooked up to my Metro, and then I've got um, some NeoPixels, and I just have it mapping from zero to 25, you know, uh, sorry, from, it's from like 20 to, uh, sorry, it's from 10 to 16 PSI or something. So I can take this tubing, you just get some tubing and you can see, you can plug that in. And if I blow, I can make the uh, pressure go up quite hard to get more than like a psi or two but maybe you can use this as a, a lung pressure this could be a game this is a game i'm already getting dizzy it's a good time or it's actually a better um for suction you can actually uh you can do a better job you need yeah so it can detect when you're um sipping or puffing so this is good for those kinds of interfaces although i yeah. think it would be good for a lot of different um any kind of pressure sensing where you want to have a tubing connected um what's nice is the tubing just cool. pops on so this is a really nice ported sensor and it's a very high precision. It's a really nice, easy to use sensor. Again, uh, I squared C and you can use it with CircuitPython, Python, or Arduino. So pretty much anything 
Um, you've got from a Raspberry Pi to uh, any Linux board to um, Arduino compatible, we'd be able to use this uh, very easy to use sensor. Yeah, a couple of comments. People said, well, this could be used for a, li for a version of LipSync. I guess there's some type of tool called LipSync. Maybe uh, post what that is. Yeah, this is. I got this specifically because I thought assistive this would be great for tech. assessive tech. Because this is like all the other pressure sensors, it's really hard to connect tubing to. Um, approve you're not a robot interface. And then also uh, someone said, uh, thanks as always for adding mounting holes to all of the boards. Yeah, okay. so this would, I think this would be really neat. Um, I, we'll check this out, and if this is popular, we can add more uh, different sensors. They have an SPI yeah. version, but this one Top is I2C. Yeah, there's a bunch of different tools that I guess that are out there that people will be able to do stuff like this yeah. with it. Okay. So this is very cool. Yeah, they don't they don't talk about it as for Sip and Puff. Um, they talk about it for do like liquid measurements and stuff, but or pressure measurements. But yeah, I but think you're clever. Well, I saw need. I, like, I remember yeah. we've been talking about it. I'm like, we finally found something. Yep. Okay, and without Lady Ada, it is new products. That's a lot of new products. Okay. Okay. Speaking of. Epic.